Hello, 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 hello. Back on the podcast. We're talking about Mohammed Gandhi. Mohammed Gandhi is a subject. Mohammed Gandhi, the social social activist out of India. Mohammed Gandhi. He was a Hindu. So what's your take on him? What you know about him? I know you heard of him. No, I haven't. You haven't heard of Mohammed Gandhi? Oh. That's where MLK get the whole idea of nonviolent from. He get it from the, from that man. I'm not a fan of MLK. Well, let me give you a brief. Let me give you a brief history on that. Uh, I know you're a young young guy. You may not study it. You may not. Most Western you don't know about Mohammed Gandhi. That's the fact. Okay. Unless you study political science or world history, then you might know of him. But Mohammed Gandhi, he, they, East Indian like to portray him like as a god. You know what I'm saying? But if you really study him, you see there's a lot of there's a lot of misconception about him about about you know him as a person who he really is. So I don't know if you know about the British, right? The British invade India, right? They India uh, back in eighteen hundred. Are you there? You still there? Yeah. Hello? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? John, you still there? Yeah, Do you hear me? John, what happened? No, what I'm saying is like, Mommy Gundy, um, he was Indian. He was uh, East Indian. Uh, he was a socialist and he was a lawyer by trade. He studied law. He was a poly- he was the head of the leader of the, of the nationalist movement in India uh, during the British rule over there. But a lot of people think he was fighting for human rights, but he was not really fighting for human rights. What he was fighting for, for his uh, religious belief, which is Hinduism. You know what I'm saying? Are you listening? You have to listen to what I'm saying because there's a lot of noise in the background. But what I'm saying is that uh, he was pushing his uh, his religion belief agenda, but he didn't really care about the people as as much as his religion belief. So a lot of people in the Western media they like to portray him as you know as a socialist, a person that really cared for human rights. That's the that's the portrayal of Gandhi we get here in America uh, throughout the world. But if you really study him. Uh, if you really watch, you know, even East Indian, if you talk to East Indian, they will tell you the truth about Gandhi. You know, he got assassinated back in 1948 because um, there was a lot of opposition against him, you understand? Yeah. India have three major religions. Number one is Hindu, number two is Muslim, and number two is, is the Sikh religion. I don't know if you ever see those East Indian with the turban. Yeah. Those are the Sikh, right? They practice the Sikh religion. So this religion, they've been practicing this those religion for for thousands of years. Some of them, okay. So they all have that conflict among themselves. You understand? Uh-huh. So when the English came over there, they make it worse. You understand? So they pick the, they pick Hindu against all of those religions, and that caused uh, that caused a lot of rift among Indian. So that's why he, that's why you have the state of Pakistan. You know, Pakistan was created due to the fact that 
um, a lot of Indian was Muslim. Those Muslim they didn't have a Muslim country back then. You understand? So Pakistan is really North India. You get yeah. what I'm saying? It's like saying New York, right? We live in the South, uh-huh. right? And the South is Christian, and New York is Muslim, right? Yeah. So at one point, this whole state should be a Christian, right? Because because we had a, a break off, then the North become Islam, and the South become Christian. You understand? That's the same dynamic that happened in India, whereas um, they had this break away from each other, you understand? But they are the same people. You get what uh-huh. I'm saying? Because of the religion belief, they break away. That's why they, they created the state of Pakistan. Prior to 1950, there was no other state. There was no such thing as a state of Pakistan. You, you get what yeah. I mean? Because a lot of those Muslims, they wanted to create their own state. So they had to fled. Uh, millions of them died because they they left land. A lot of them could, could, could not go back to India till this day. They left, they left their land, their farm behind, and fled into North India, which became Pakistan. So if you like a lot, if you ask a Pakistani, they will say, "Yeah, well, your friends say it's true." Because prior to 1950, there was no such thing as a, a Pakistan. It was during the Gandhi years when Gandhi was in power. With the English help, they broke away from the state of India. But Gandhi himself was very racist. You remember you, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He never cared for black people. Because if you go to Georgia right now, you go to the Museum of Martin Luther King, where, he, where they bury him, his burial site, right? In Georgia, in Atlanta, yeah. right? Let's go. Did you know they have a Gandhi statue there? No. Nah. You know, I just told, I just told right, you I don't give a damn about Gandhi. They have a, if you can Google it right now on your phone, you'll see the statue. It's right, it's right next to it, to, to MLK. Because those upper-class Indians, they got money, so they kind of persuade the family to to commemorate Gandhi because MLK liked Gandhi. Yeah. So they kind of pushed that engine for him to put a, a statue of him of his likeness and his uh, burial style. I think that's a bad idea. I don't know why would they do that. This guy's a Hindu. He's not an Israelite. Why would he put his body, his statue there and to bring his negative energy towards that man? To my, to my what? To my, they put it in Atlanta, Atlanta, right? Yeah, they put it right there in the burial that's, site. That's, that's, it's right there that, in the burial Atlanta. site. I was stunned when I saw it. I was like, Atlanta. what? Why do you have Gandhi's statue Atlanta there? Atlanta is part of... Uh, if, if, when we say... When we talk about... Spiritually, Atlanta is part of the 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 the, the what, Sodom and Gomorrah. That's all it is anyway. So that's they're gonna put bullshit like that up. No, no, I I get that part. But what I'm saying is that knowing the history of MLK and you know knowing the history of Gandhi, they're like two different people. They're not the same. They're not what they told. They're so different. Only thing is, um, MLK did believe in the nonviolence um, energy. He did buy into that because remember, MLK was very militant when he first came yeah, out. To the end, until you, you, he was. You he, remember MLK last speech? Yeah, he sold my people into a burning house. That's what that is. That's the only. That's the only. That's the only speech that ever mattered. He had another speech he did in Oxford. Was it Oxford? No, that was Oxford. He did that one in Stanford. He didn't just speak before that one in Stanford. That was a powerful speech. Uh, the last one. The, the uh, last he was, one. When he was referring to the Vietnam War, and that speech made me cry, man. That, that speech got me into tears. That was a very moving speech. His, his he gave last in Stanford. Speech, right? 
No, I listen to that over and over. That's one of my favorite speech of his. But the one in Stanford is one of my favorite too. The one he gave in Stanford about the Vietnam War. Oh. But nonetheless, I was just going back to Gandhi. Gandhi was a racist. He was a pedophile. He was a pedophile too, because uh, he 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 oversee a, a children's school in India, right? So according to East Indian historian over there in India, they they'll tell you that there was a lot of allegation against him and when he was in when he was alive, you understand? He had a lot of allegation of um, pedophilia, you understand? So the Western media they didn't want to show that they would they didn't want to portray him in that light because people would you know people would be get people would be disgusted with him, you understand? Yeah. They had to put it under the rug. Because like I told you before, he was pushing the Hindu religion. He didn't really care about the social structure. Because India, for if you know India, they have the caste system is coming out of India. That's why apartheid came from, from the caste system out of India. And just like here, the black coast laws and the segregation came from India too. Because America copied a lot of stuff from India. So the your your black coast law, your Jim Crow law, all that stuff, they look at India. You look at all those countries that had practices of those um those codes. You understand? And America copied from them, and they copied from America. But uh, the caste system is originated from India. India is a very racist country. You see how they come here? They get jobs. They get all these things. They get loan, all that stuff. You you and I cannot go to India and get loans. You know that, right? You cannot go to India right now and open a business as a black person unless you are sent by the U.S. government or by the French government, for that matter. You cannot go to India and on your own and start your own business. And Indians, the Indian not going to support you, especially the upper-class Indian. They're not going to support it. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? They are not going to support it. Look at it to you guys now in America. And I'm talking about the poor Indians. They come here, they get, they get money, and then they buy a couple of bodegas. Look how they talk to you now. They look, they look down on you. Imagine for the upper class Indians. So a lot of them, they, they were, you know, mixed bred. They was mixed breed with the Aryan race, and a lot of them was mixed breed with uh, the English. So that's why a lot of them, you know, they control a lot of those um industries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they they was interbreed with uh, with the English and and the uh, with the uh, the Persians, so they interbreed with those people. So that's why you see India is very diver- very different, very divisive. They're very segregated, you know, for the most part. But that's what I'm saying about this guy because the the Western media like to portray him as as a social as a good guy. You know, he was so peaceful. But this guy caused a lot of war in India, man. He caused a lot of division in India. So, in retrospect, uh, I'm not a big fan of his. I never was. Um, I was kind of naive of him. I didn't know of him too much because I watched the movie a couple of times. So, I didn't know too much about his lifestyle. So, the more I study him, the more I, I, I get to know about his lifestyle. I was disgusted. So... Like I said, black people should know about this guy. And when those East Indians talk about how great he was, tell no, that's a lie. He wasn't that great. He was pushing his his religion belief, which is Hinduism. That's why he was pushing. He didn't really care about the people. 
You understand? You're not engaging in the conversation, man. I'm just gonna hang up. Well, most of the time, when I hear people talk about other people, man, I when I hear people talking about anybody that's not that don't look like me, don't 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 have the same understanding I have, I really don't pay them a lot of attention. Like, no, they say, we're just having a dialogue about a, a world leader. We we don't care about whether you like him or not. We're just having a dialogue no, about it's not per, fact, it's not he's a world that leader like that everybody know of, everybody aware of him. So he's very, very popular. So you may not, because America, they don't teach you a lot of things about world history. So that's, that's why a lot of you guys are backward here, because y'all don't study world history. So I can't, I can't, you can't put everybody in the same box. Like, I don't know. Most of America, you guys it, are so naive. Y'all don't know about nothing about world history. So like I said, it, you can't put everybody in the same box. I just said it. Most American are like that. I'm trust me on yeah. that one. And I feel what you're saying, so like that, but. When it come down to I don't put people, I don't like putting people in boxes. I'm just saying from my experience, most Americans don't like that. If you ask another yeah. person, they'll say the same thing. But what I'm saying is because not your fault is the way you were taught, the way you were brought up. So it's the way you were teach because the school system here is about indoctrination. It's not about really elevating you to a higher power. So a lot of stuff they tell you African people are bush people, uneducated, they they're savages. That's why they push the, the school system, which is totally opposite, well, you know, when you start studying about African countries. So each African country are different. They have different customs, different religion, different, different languages. So they don't teach you all that stuff. They make you think all oh, African people are savages. They run around the jungle like monkeys. And that's so far from the truth. So yeah. what yeah. I'm saying is, like, like, for instance, you watch Shaka Zulu, right? You watch the movie Shaka Zulu. No, I don't watch a lot of movies. If you go on Google, if you go to YouTube, top Shaka Zulu, you'll see the movie. It's about two hours, almost three hours long. That movie came out in 1985, 86. Between 86 and 86, I said, 86, 87. It's about two and a half, almost three hours long. It's a, it's a great movie now. Great movie, great cast, great movie. The guy just passed away, the, the lead actor. But anyhow, they were showing you those people, they was going against the British when the British invaded South Africa. So a lot of British soldiers would die in that, in that war. But it was, I was watching it, but they always portrayed African people as savages. But you know who the real savage are. So let's keep that in perspective. The real savage is the white man. Nobody can argue that. So what I'm saying is that... Um, you when you look at Gandhi and a lot of East Indian they like that. If you were dating an East Indian right now, their family would not take you in. You understand? They would not like you. And if she's like a, a upper middle class, they would say, Hell no. If it's like she's like middle class or upper middle class Indian, they're not even talk to you. And I've I've dealt with those Indians before. They have this attitude towards blacks. And not only in this country, around the world. If you live in the Caribbean like I did. I remember there was my, my neighbor, they're from, they're from Trinidad, right? Yeah. Trinidad have a lot of East Indian, right? They call them coolies. Coolies is a term that they use for East Indian. It's very derogatory term. That's like nigger. They call them coolie, right? Coolie is, a, is a English, is an old English term for Indian, right? For East Indian. So they brought them to the Caribbean, like Jamaica. Like, you know, I don't know if you listen to Jamaican music. There's a guy called Supercat. 
Supercat, you can go to you can go to YouTube and type his name. Supercat is a, a Jamaican singer. He's a reggae singer, but he's Indian. But yeah, he, he was born in, in Jamaica. But there's a lot of East Indian in, in Guyana and Trinidad in Jamaica and other islands throughout the Caribbean. But a lot of them still have that same mindset. They don't intermingle with black people. Only a few of them, I will say. I will say more of them in the Caribbean. If you go to South Africa, there's a lot of large population of East Indian in South Africa. Most people don't know that. And they, they refer to them as colored, right? Yeah. South Africa have apartheid. And even though they, they got rid of it back in 94, but they still had that same mindset, just like they have it here in America, where, you know, even though we all social, we will go, we can go wherever. Not technically, we cannot go wherever we want. But even though that's the media like to say, we can go wherever we want. But you still feel that friction when you're in, in certain places as a black person. You feel that uneasiness. So whether you're at a restaurant, whether it's in your neighborhood, whether you're at a shopping center, shopping, buying clothes, you feel that uneasiness because you know that you might get called, they might call a cop on you any day now, any minute now. So that's how they, uh, those uh, East Indian, they over there, they have businesses there. They like to push for the social, they want the equality, but the equality they're looking for, they want to be equal, equal to the white men. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. They don't want to be equal to the black men. So they think that they have this inferior uh, belief towards black. They think black people are stupid. Not all of them think like that. I might say that's not, that's not how they, I say most of them do think like that. And that's how they will tell the children, don't be black people, don't bring black people to my house. And plus their religion belief too. A lot of them are a vegetarian. Like wrong with that. I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, I'm just saying, there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, when you're that mature, like my, you know, when you're young, you hear somebody that say that to you, that hurts your feelings. But when you become mature, that don't hurt your feelings. You, you get a, a true understanding where they're coming from. That's why I'm not really into that, you know, into marriage things. But a lot of sisters, they're swelling out there. They love that swell. So, so I'm not really big on that. Like I said, even though I'm not going to hate, I've dated white women before. But I have two daughters, they come to me, they want to date a white man. I say, listen, I'm going to advise you not to do it, but if you did it, that's your decision. I have to respect your decision. But if, as your father, I'll tell you not to date anybody outside your, your culture. But, you know, sometimes you have to let the, your child make their own decision. They're adults. So you have to let them make their own decision. But if I'm going to advise my daughters, I'll say don't date nobody white, nobody, no East Indian, no Arabs. Don't date all those people. No Africans, none of them. None they know those people. But like I say, if they bring it, I'm not I'm talking to the, the person's face. That's my thing. But uh, even God said it. God said it preferentially. You know, he separated us from the other nations. There's a reason for that because you know that there's there's a lot of spiritual warfare that's going to be happening to us as a people when we intermingle with those nations. You understand? Yeah. Not a so that's why people. A lot of wickedness, and that's why you see this this demise in the in the church. That's why our people are so 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 confused right now, because we're all intermingled to the whole. And, and I I need to do something about diversity, the illusion of diversity. Diversity in nature is good, right? It's good, but for the for the human race, it's not that good. 
Because when you bring a whole bunch of people with different beliefs, different mindset, and you put them in one spot, there's going to be confusion there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because with, let's look at nature, for instance. You look at the lion, right, and the tiger. They're both cats, right? Yeah. But they live in different terrain. Why, why is that? Because God knows he cannot put them in the same spot. One live in a, for, uh, in a rainforest. The other one live in fucking jungle. That's why people don't understand. Even God knows that those two cats, which he created, they are, just, they are cats, but they're just different species. He put them in two different environments. Why is that? There's a reason behind that. It's a spiritual reason. Okay? And that's why when we intermingle with all the nations, that's why we bring all the spirit. That's why I tell people, why I don't do yoga? I say, why you don't do yoga, Jen? I say, are you East Indian, dummy? Are you East Indian? Why the hell are you doing yoga? You know what I'm saying? Why are you doing yoga for? Yoga is not about stretching your body. Yoga is about meditation. And when you meditate, you evoke spirits. You understand? Yeah. You evoke spirits, and they get into your brain. They mess up your freaking brains. They make you go insane. So when you're doing yoga... Yoga, if you ask any East Indian, right now you can go to an East Indian bodega right now on your block and your gas station. Ask East Indian, they tell you that. What is yoga? They said, my friend, yoga is about meditation. You have nothing to do with exercising. The Western media, they like to promote the uh, yoga. I tell black people that yoga is not your thing. It's not your ancestor. Don't partake in that stuff. Even Buddhism, you don't partake. Even Buddhism was created by us, but that's not your religion. You understand? Mm -hmm. You don't, because we, we're so spiritually inclined, we have a tendency of joining other religions, and that kind of backfire on us as a people. You understand? Collectively. Collectively, it backfire on us. And I remember the guy said, why you don't do yoga? John said, man, do that. Do I look like East Indian to you? I'm not East Indian. Why would I practice yoga? That's not my thing. I don't partake in that stuff. And even with food too, a lot of those food that we eat, we should not be eating those food. Food also have a, a, a spiritual components in it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why I don't eat Chinese food no more. I, and it, I was a big eater of Chinese food. For, for decades, I ate Chinese food. But then I'm like, you know, they believe in Buddhism, and, they, and that food carries a spirit with it. There's a lot of, I mean, I like lo mein, don't get me wrong, I like me a, a vegetable lo mein. But I, gradually and gradually, I don't eat Chinese food, I don't eat sushi anymore, and for, I never like sushi anyway. Because that's Japanese, I'm not Japanese, I don't like raw fish. I don't like nothing raw to be honest with you. But a lot of us, us Negroes, us uh, black people, whatever they want to call us, minority, urban, we partake in all those nonsense. And we, we, we wonder why are we so confused? Because those things are not good for us. Let me give you an example. You'll never see a Japanese person try to be a Baptist. You'll never see it. Unless they were born here and they grew up with white folks, they might become a Baptist. But if they was born in Japan, or they were born in India, they were born in, in, in China, 
You never, you, it's hard for those people to convert them. You understand? It's hard for them to be converted. I'm not saying they will never be converted. You have a few of them that, that, that will convert, right? Yeah. But on the major scale, they are not going to convert. They will stick to what they know. And that's something we as Negroes need to go back to. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. I guess when it happens, the whole world going to be shocked by it. But God says it's going to happen. We're going we're gonna to break away from this nation. Because this nation is already demonic already. We have a lot of demonic stuff with the Illuminati's, with the Rothschild, with the Rockefellers, with this U.S. government so demonic from top to bottom. It's rotten. So we need to, that's how the, 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 the podcast, and um, I don't know if you heard my podcast, it's time for black people to break away from this nation. And I was talking to the guy, and I was telling the guy, listen, this is something that we need to sit down and talk. Because we're so in love with America. America have never never been good to us collectively. You understand? Mm-hmm. Whether you live in the, in the north, the south, the east, the west, it doesn't matter. It's never been good to you. So why are you so in love with it? It's like any other relationship. If it's not working out, what do you do? You break away. Right? Yeah. Whether it's a marriage, a friendship, a professional job, a career you don't like, you 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 tell you not to hold it. You move on. We are those Negroes here in America. I've come to that threshold where you guys need to break away. I know far can't speak about, and I'm not a Muslim hey, now. Man. You said you said hold on. You said Negroes in America have came to that threshold where you guys need to break away, right? That's correct. When you say, well, see, see, you got different kind of people. That's why I want, want you to understand this right here. Perfectly. I'm not talking about African yeah, now. Hear me, see, hear me out real quick. I'm not talking I'm not about, talking about African. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not talking about African either. When it come down to, like, when when, 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 when people ask me, hey, look, what are you? Are you an Israelite? Are you a, are you a, what, 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 what are you? I tell them, man, I'm, I'm just a man in America. So when it comes to, I don't want no, I don't want none of your titles. I don't want to put the African American, African American Negroes. I don't want none of your titles. So when you address, when you address somebody like me, you can't say, you Negroes need to. No, you can't address me that way because I'm not. I don't. That's not how I feel about myself. I'm just a man in America. But when it come down to uh, what's transpiring in America, I think that people. Uh, need to start waking up and, 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 and being more vigilant. Do I think that we need to leave? No, but I think that we need to... We need to- when I say leaving it, I'm not saying going back to Africa. I, I need to be precise on that because when I say leave, people think that, oh, you mean go back to Africa? Hell no. Go back to where? You're not from Africa. You're not African. So African got 50, Africa got 55, 52 countries. Out of those 52 countries, they have hundreds of tribes thousands of languages and dialects. So you're going to be one confused person in Africa. So I would never, ever told you to go back to Africa. I would never mention that. What I'm saying is that it's to break away from the U.S. government and create your own nation by your own people and your own laws. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying going back to Africa. I never said that. I know a lot of those Pan-Africans, like Dr. Uma Johnson, all those guys on YouTube, Telling you guys to go to Africa, I'm like, no, hell no. Yeah, but when it comes when it comes to me, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. When it comes to me, 
What, what, no, I'm talking about generally. Oh, I'm not talking about you per se. Oh, I'm talking about generally. Hold I'm on. not talking about you. Hold on. And I ain't just talking about me. It's just people that think like me also. We can't just say, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just different way of doing things, different way of looking at things. So when it comes down to what I believe in, what everybody else believes in, it's, it, it's, it, may be, it may be different. So I just recommend everybody do it. Do what they got to do. And that's what I'm saying, because we have come to that threshold. What I'm saying is because you... Right from from the bottom up, so you not you never get reparation partly because of the constitution because you guys are three fifths of your human beings according to your constitution. Correct me if I'm wrong, but and that's why I tell people another thing that you guys need to push forward. You need to put a petition out to rectify the constitution because if you guys rectify the constitution and take that that stuff out of there, you guys will be able to get reparation if you guys want that because I'll. If, if that's what you guys want. But that's why the cops, they don't respect you because the cops knows that your life is, is not valuable. So that's hey, John, why they, they John, put the gun on you, you and from? shoot you. I'm from the Caribbean. I'm from the Americas. You from where? I'm from the Caribbean. I'm just like you. I'm from the Caribbean. I'm, I'm, I'm the same people. We are the same people. Only thing is we have different nationality. That's what divides us. But if you look at us prior to Christopher Columbus came to Haiti, let's put that in perspective. The 1492, 1492 is a day you should be, you should have your calendar in your house. 1492, every black person that was born in the Americas should have that date in your house, printed in your house. That's a date you should never forget. So 1492, when Christopher Columbus and his thug conquistadors came here and took over the island of Haiti called IET. The real name is IET, A-Y-I-T-I. That's the real name called High Mountain in the native language. When he came here, the people were so welcoming, so loving. They gave him a place to stay. They fed him. Then he gave him chicken pox. Then he brought his whole crew from Spain. And Christopher Columbus, he's not really, he's not a Spaniard. He's an Italian explorer. So he came to the New World. At that time, he was going to East India. So when he got to the New World, we're like, Negro, you're not in East India. You're in America. Okay? You're in the Caribbean. We are the Caribbean people, and you're in Central America. So that's why the term Caribbean come, where they used to call us the Caribbean, the Saka, the Tainos, whatever they was calling us. Those were the tribe. And then those people used to come to America freely by boats. We used to travel by boats to America freely. Turtle Island is the original name of America. We used to come to freely. You guys used to come to the Caribbean freely with no problem. No, 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 no. Yeah, we had a disagreement. Every, every tribe in America had their disagreement. But we trade with each other. We, 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 you know, we support each other. But when those Spaniards came and the French came and the English came, that's when they start dividing us our people. They start dividing us into groups. Okay? When they did that, they put different ideology into our minds. Consequently, it, it, it divides us. And you see the, divi the division now. Oh, I'm Jamaican. I'm this. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Cuban. Nigga, you are the same people, man. But the thing is, you've been bamboozled. You've been divided through language and custom, right, to religion, primarily Christianity, okay? Christianity do a number on our people. You can argue all you want 
Well, I'll, I'll get to Islam after that, but uh, Christianity is number one in my in my list. Number one target. I've done a number because remember, the, the the Catholic Church were here when they when the the conquistadors came. They came with the Catholic Pope. They came with the Catholic priests to to baptize us, right? So what I'm saying that they they, they have done a number on our people, and I guess you know. Time is changing now. People are waking up slowly but surely. They're waking up. And we're going to break away from Christianity. We're going to break away from that. We're going to break because God never gave us religion. God gave us law and commitments. So we have to break away from Christianity first and foremost for us to have a chance of winning. Because our people are so dumbed down to religion primarily. And that's why you got, because we are so spiritually inclined because God made it like that for a reason. But we have to break away from, from religion. And if we can do that as a people, we'll do great moving forward. You do what? No, I say we need to break away from religion. Primarily Christianity and, and Islam. Yeah, I agree. And this, those religions have divided our people. You look at, okay, look, look at denomination. And one religion, you have Baptist, Pentecost. You got seven days Adventist, you got Mormon, right? Yeah. This is Christianity. You have all the denominations. That's confusion. You have Pentecost, you have Baptist, you have seven days Adventist, you got Mormon, right? All that, that's part of the, you have Methodist, you have Catholic. That's confusion. You have all these denominations in one religion, which is God never wanted like that. Because God said that's religion is main ideology. To control other men. Because God never wants you to oppose your will on people or vice versa, let people oppose their will on you. I feel like he didn't create you. He didn't create you to be like that. Like he created you to be free. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like religion is just like fluoride. It ain't good for the body. It's just like fluoride. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, religion is not good for the spiritual man. It's not good for your spirit. Cause you, you, but in essence, you are a spiritual being. You know, everybody is a spiritual being in essence. You know, so when you bring different religion, different ideology, it messes you up. That's how I never joined the Pan African movement because I was listening to those guys going back to Africa. What I'm going to do in Africa? I'll go there and visit. Yes, I will do that, but I'm not going to live there. I'm not from there. My forefathers left Africa 10,000 years ago. So where I'm going, like I told Africa, and African people, they know that. They know that we're not African. They know that. Because if you ask them, if you ask them, when you was in Africa, did they talk about the slave trade? They're like, no. They didn't talk about those slave trades when we was in school in Africa. I said, how come they teach us that here in America? They said, well, I don't know, because they don't teach us that in Africa. I say, uh-huh. You see the difference? They didn't teach you that. Why is that? Because they want to keep you you got separate from us. They tell, they, tell, they tell us a whole bunch of lies, and they have not proven no boats, okay? No boats. What they were doing, they were taking Africans from different countries, different parts of uh, Americas, and bring them to different places. For instance, I'll give you an example. You probably know that this already. They'll take Africans from the Caribbean, right? They'll ship them to America, right? Those Americans, they'll take African, they'll take people of color here, Copperton people here, they'll ship them to the Caribbean, right? Yeah. That's your that's your slave trade, okay? There goes your slave trade right there. That's what they were doing. They 
think about it for a minute. Think about let's let's use let's use um let's use critical thinking, right? The Atlantic Ocean is nothing to mess with, right? Yeah. The Atlantic Ocean has have some big ship throughout the de- throughout the centuries, right? So you're telling me you're taking a, a regular boat from West Africa at that, from West Africa, and you're gonna sell that bad boy across the Atlantic Ocean all the way to America? Are you out your freaking mind? Yeah. How are you gonna do that? Hey, l- listen, I think let me say something real quick on that. On that, it's, I'm glad you went into that topic because people don't understand like the real reason why why people why 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 God allowed that to happen. So you 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 actually think that for them to, to take that boat to take all those people and ride the Atlantic Ocean on a boat is is pretty far impossible. You, it's impossible. You feel it's pretty far far fetched, right? But what people don't what, what yes, it is far fetched because on, they haven't on. proven they have the, they haven't not proven hold nothing. On, hold on, they just is is a he says. Let story. me start this right here. See, you think that's pretty far fetched. But then what people don't know is that what what's going on with the, the modern day black people and the, the black people of those days of old, it was actually a generation is a curse. Now let me finish talking. So what people what you think is impossible, God will make possible for the sake of what, what he what he says gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? He said, if you forget about my laws, my 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 decrees, and he gonna put he gonna put a wild beast over you. So he'll let that wild beast make that trip back and forth numerous of times without being no problem, without the boat not being damaged, not run out of gas on the boat, because that's part of his, his plan for for your life. Because you you failed to listen, to, uh, obey his laws, decrees, his commandments. I understand what you're saying, but it, the way they, they teach us is not the way it happened. Yes, we were, we were, we just, we, nobody can argue that we did break the law. That's why they call you Negroes, because that, that, that term came from the Vatican. It was the Vatican that called you Negroes. There was a reason why they used that term. They didn't call you guys African. They never called the Caribbean people African. There was a reason why they used that term Negro, because they know that you was a special people under God. Okay. The Vatican know that they have the they have the records. If you go to Washington D.C., they have the records there. So we said, why they call us Negro? They didn't call us African. And here's another thing: you have to use critical thinking. Now you say you're from Africa, right? No, I did not. If you I was, did not say that. No, I, I'm not saying you. A lot of people say they're from Africa. If you were truly from Africa, how come no African nation have put any effort to come get you or offer you any land? To come in and live, I, they have not do it. I told it. you why. Okay, they have not do it. Only one nation I can think of would be Ethiopia, who never been colonized. He's the only African nation that was never been colonized. It was Ethiopia. It was uh, King Selassie when he came here met with, met with JFK in the early sixties. He said to the the African Negroes here, the American Negroes, he said, if you want to go to Africa. Ethiopia is a place to go. We'll offer you land to build and, and, and cultivate. He's the only person I can think of that did offer it. The, the second one that did that was Kwame Okuma uh, from Ghana. Those two head of state were the only one that really made statement to us, us blacks in the Caribbean to say, if you guys want to relocate to Africa, we will provide with land to start all over. But most African nations never come to the UN and make a declaration saying, we want our people back. Think about you being a father, I'm being a father. If your son go missing for one hour, you go bananas, okay? You go wild. So if we're going missing for 500 years or 1,000 years, and African then go buck wild, and we think, no, we're not the same people. 
We are not the same people. An African that's being transparent will tell you that. They'll tell you that we are not the same. Man, but you gotta understand that we not we not we not African people. We ain't the, they ain't, they ain't our father and we ain't their sons. We the sons of God. So when it come down to it, the reason why no, because people are just going by color. I say you cannot go by color because color can be a, a kryptonite. It's not a kryptonite because a lot of people that look uh, that look very light, they're not white. There's a lot of people who look very dark, they're not black. So. You gotta be very, very careful when you talk, when you come to color. You gotta be very careful because we have been so dumbed down because we look at people color or people language. I say if you go by that, you're gonna be confused. You gotta go by the bloodline. That's what you gotta go by. And I tell my children the same thing: go by the bloodline. The blood will not lie to you. You cannot go by the skin color. You cannot go by the nationality. You cannot go by the. I'm gonna give you a next. I'm gonna give you another example, right? The so-called Jews, right? The so-called Jews. Okay. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. That's why you got to study bloodline. They're in every nation in, in the world, right? Like, I'm going to use Mexico as an example. There's a lot of Mexican Jews over there, right? Yeah. Speak Spanish. They're from Spain, but they are Zionist Jews that live in Mexico, right? You have them in South America, like Chile, Argentina. You have them in, in uh, Paraguay. You have them in Colombia. Those are Jewish people that live in those countries, okay? They're Jewish people with different last names. Same thing here, the Carnegie. They are Jewish. Carnegie is uh, uh, Jewish. And the Rockefellers are Jewish, right? Yeah. So, so if you don't study those people, you will never know. You, if you're going by nationality, that's when you go, you go wrong. You can't go by the name either. You got to go by the bloodline, okay? You got to study bloodline. When you study bloodline, you get a different perspective on who they truly are. So that's why our people, we've been misinformed and miseducated on all levels, primarily spiritually, you know, we've been miseducated. So when you look at the so-called Jews, they're in every nation. They're in France. You got French Jew. You got German Jew. You have English Jew. You got Spanish Jew. You got Russian Jew. Like Henry Kissinger, he's a Russian Jew. You didn't know that. He's a Russian Jew. He was born in Russia. So he's a double agent, okay? And he was a, uh, he was a secretary of state under Nixon. And he was, he was, a, he was a attorney general under Nixon. If you, could, if you put Nixon administration, Google it, or Wikipedia, you're going to see all the uh, heads of states. You're going to see all the, his administration. From top to bottom, you're going to see Harry Kissinger right there. Obama, poor, Obama, Obama, look up to him because he's from he's studying Harvard. So Harry Kissinger is a Russian Jew. Seinfeld is also a Russian Jew, the comedian. Okay, there's a lot of American Jews that have American name. They're not American. They are Jewish people. Okay, like that guy from um, uh, what's his name from the. From the Dev Jam company, right? Dev Jam, the music company. Yeah. That guy is a Jewish. Okay, his name is from his family is from uh, England. They are Jewish people hey, from England. You, you know, you know, I don't give a damn, right? I'm just sharing this. These people are gonna listen to this podcast, so it's not about you what you don't give a damn. It's about having an open dialogue. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. It's not about you, man. It's about our people are gonna sit down and listen to this podcast. So you want to inform the people about. 
Because a lot of people, they look at nationality. That's, that's the biggest confusion. You can't go by nationality. You can't go by languages. You got to go by the bloodline. When you study the bloodline, you have a clear understanding who they really are. I don't care what they do. And even Africa, they go by bloodline. You can't go by nationality. Because that's how they can differentiate the tribe by bloodline. That's why you know Zulu, Ashanti, a, a different tribe. And because they go by the bloodline. That's how you differentiate the people. But if you go by nationality, by by language, you're gonna miss you're gonna you're gonna miss a bit, you're gonna miss the mark. So our people have to reframe their mind and we we I call it we program like a computer. You have to deactivate the computer, we program the computer. So we need to deactivate the the the, the slave ship out of our mind and we program our mind. And for us to have a chance, but I know it's going to happen. I, I, I strongly believe that the new generation that's be, that's coming behind us, they they are they on a different level. So, like I said, um, this is the thing when I was talking about Mahatma Gandhi, just I said I need to share this information. I know they already put it on you. There's other brothers that go into more in detail about Mahatma Gandhi, where they talk about his racist epithet. You know, referring to African people. As a matter of fact, there was something they just put out just recently where they had a museum in China, right? Yeah. Where they was comparing the Africans to animals, like the the lion, the tiger. They, 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 I mean, it was so. Like they showing African people next to animals, like monkeys, all type of nonsense. But this is China now. We're not talking about a European country. We're talking about China. So it was disturbing, but that's the that's the mindset. That's how people feel about black people. We came from apes. That's where Charles Darwin get that whole theory. I say theory is not a fact. It's an educational guess. You know, no God said I create man in my own image. He didn't say I create man and make monkey image. We didn't evolve from monkeys. If the white man want to think that he himself did not come from monkeys. So the whole evolution theory is not a fact. It's a theory is not a fact. So when you say you come from monkeys, I see that you, you, you missed the mark. Because God said, I didn't create man out of monkey. So, yeah, he created monkey. Yes, he did. But he differentiated. He, he separated the monkey from the man. So when you tell yourself, say, oh, I came out of the monkey. You really, dude? You came out of the monkey? Okay. You want to believe that nonsense. Some people did come but, from monkey, um, Well, you know, experiment. You know, those mad scientists, that's what they're doing now. They're cloning people. So... That is, you might have a half man, half monkey out there. Yeah. I won't be surprised because knowing this government, what they do beyond closed door, uh, there's nothing I, I, was, I, I, I will not just argue. They might be, they already have half beast, half men. Uh, they call it half beast, half men. They already have that out there already. So uh, the CIA usually, you know, there's a lot of COVID operations they're doing, sabotaging they're doing throughout the world. Like you see what's going on in Syria. Yeah. Not to get off topic. You see, that right there is going to be the, the, the World War Three, because, you know, you send that, the cruise missile, because what they did was they built a pipeline out of Syria, right, out of Iraq. So remember Russia, you see, they want to undermine the Russian government, right? So they, 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 that's why all your presidents have to go to Saudi Arabia and kiss the ring. A lot of Americans, they don't understand why they have to go there, because OPEC is, is all the oil country, right? like Nigeria, Saudi Arabia, Dubai, Kuwait, Qatar, all those nations, right? Yeah. That's OPEC. OPEC have trillions of dollars in the stock market, right? Mm -hmm. 
the Saudis have trillions of dollars in the stock market. That's why you're, you're head of state. They got to go there and bow down to the king of Saudi Arabia. Okay? That's why that's, this is all about is a money transaction. You think, you really think that America really care about the Syrian people over there? You really, you really think that? You think America give a damn? You think that you are not in the American people? I'm going to take the American people out of that. You think that them about Syria? You really think that, right? No, I don't believe that. They don't care about Syrian people. They don't give a damn. All they want to do is, is to connect that pipeline and, and pass it to Turkey and take it to Europe and, and sell gas to European. That's what they try to do. And the Saudis give a money. The Saudis going to benefit and America is going to benefit and England is going to benefit and France is going to benefit. So that's why they're over there. And the Russia, the Putin knew it. Putin said it to Obama. Obama said he told Obama, you know, you're not being transparent with the American people. Why don't you tell the American people, why are you guys over in Syria? Tell them the real truth. I'm, uh, he shut, I'm, uh, he, uh, Obama had to be quiet. He said right there, he had the, the, G, the G summit. He made the speech, uh, you American not being transparent to your, with your people. Tell the people the truth. Why are you over there? You don't care about the Syrian people. Let's be honest. You do not care about the Syrian people. You are there for the oil, the natural gas, and you, that's what you care for. And that's why they're over there. You see, Trump's in that cool mist over there. Watch and see. That thing going to, moving forward, is going to backfire. Russia's not happy about it. China's not happy about it. A lot of those nations are not happy about it. Even Germany, they're not happy. Only, you know, who happy, you know who's happy about it right now? It's, it's, it's Israel, number one. Number two, England. Number three is France. Those are the three nations that's happy about that strike. Okay. Yeah. Like the other nation, they're angry with America. They're angry with America. America have a lot of enemies around the world. So the American public, they're so naive, they don't know what this government is doing to other nations. They undermine other nations. They, 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 they destroy nations, okay? And they're killing people in the process. So don't be surprised if a missile comes straight to America. Don't be surprised and don't be shocked. And I a lot of you guys are going to be in state of shock and state of, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Don't be surprised if they send a missile to America. I'm telling you, Russia can do that. Russia can do it, and, and North Korea can do it. Don't be surprised and don't be shocked. I'm just warning you guys, because this idiot in the White House, he sent a missile to Syria Blowing stuff up over there, killing people over there. Don't be surprised if the Russians send a missile here to America. I'm telling you, don't be shocked. I'm telling you, man. He do, he playing Washington roulette, and moving forward, that's gonna backfire against him, against his administration, against this country. He's putting American people at risk. That's what he's doing. But the thing is, they've been doing this for centuries now. So they try to bring now so-called new order in place. There's no such thing as a new order that that new order has been in place since the early 1900s. So that's what they try to do. And this idiot in the White House, he doesn't have no common sense whatsoever. So he's just going back with what he's being told. So if I was them, I would not even touch Syria. He's not going to be able to take Assad. Assad got affiliation with the Russian, man. And the Russian, you know, Russian people have a lot of dirt on him. You know, you know he got a thing for the Siberian woman, right? Yeah. 
he got a he got a fetish for Siberian women. So I don't think the Siberian women are that exotic, but you know, uh, Trump got a fetish for Siberian women. Remember his wife from Slovenia, a poor ass country as that, in Eastern Europe. If you look at Slovenia, it's a poor country. So that's where his wife is from. But like I said, um, this whole notion that he's gonna he he struck Syria with a with a cruise missile. I'm telling you, my brother, you're my brother. I'm I'm keeping it one thousand with you. Don't be shocked if one uh, Russian missiles are sent to LA, Miami, or New York. Don't be shocked if you see a missile come here. Don't be shocked. Because America's playing Russian roulette for, for centuries, they've been playing Russian roulette with other nations. And the other nation now they know America is weak. America's weak. You know, they think because they have all these guns, or they think they, they no guns don't make you powerful, man. As a matter of fact, girls can make you weak if you look at the hi history, right? The women have a lot of guns too. Remember? They had a lot of guns. They had a strong military. Look what happened to the women. Okay? So, like I said, America right now, she's, 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 she's a harlot woman. She's in everybody's country. They, you know, Detroit government, assassinating head of states. Every country she goes to, she kills somebody. Every country she go to, she kills somebody. And the American people are so naive because they're watching fake news all day long. They don't know what's going on throughout the world. And when they see somebody come here and blow stuff up, they get angry. But you don't know why you can't, why you just, you, you, you don't understand the whole spectrum, what your government are doing to other nations. Killing, stealing people's land, stealing people's resources. That's what they're doing under false pretense. Or democracy. Most people don't need your democracy. As a matter of fact, your country itself is not based on democracy. Your country is a republic. By, by, that's what we fought England for. What was, the, what was the sense of you fighting England? You fight England to move away from England. And you became a republic. You're not a democrat. America is not a democrat country. It's a republic. They keep saying that now America has become a socialist, capitalist country now. Now it's become a socialist, capitalist country. But prior to that, America was a republic. And America is not a democratic country. And not every country want to be democratic. That's why they, they always want to push democracy on people's throat. Some people don't leave. They don't want democracy. They don't want it. Assad, Assad don't want it. The Ghanaian president don't want it. There's a lot of those head of state. They don't want democracy in their country, okay? They don't want that. If it didn't work for Rome, why would he work for other countries? And one was very powerful, right? Oh, yeah. So one was very powerful. America like to show up their guns. Oh, like this idiot, told, he told the, 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 the head of state of, uh, of North Korea, oh, we got more guns than you. We bung you, we bung you out. I said, nigga, slow your horses, okay? A lot of people, a lot of countries have nuclear weapons, okay? You may have more than most countries. That is the true fact. America have the most. Second is Russia. But people are not scared of America, man. I'm telling you right now, with the technology that they, we have now, they can send a missile here less than an hour. You know that? Yeah. They can send a missile here less than an hour. And that can blow up a whole city. So America better be, be careful, man. They, you know, they, they keep barking at the wrong tree, man. Don't, don't mess with Russia, man. 
do not mess with Russia, man. He don't know. Poor Poor is an ex is an ex KGB spy. You know what I'm saying? He's an assassin. That's his profession. He kill people for a living. Okay. He's not like you, Trump. He got major balls. He got major balls. So you're going to try pulling? He'll show you. He'll drop a bomb in New York City and say, take that to the bank, motherfucker. How about them apples? That's why I don't live in major city. I tell any, any person, don't live in those major cities, man. They're high target. LA, Miami, New York, Chicago, all those major cities are high target for, 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 for terrorist attack. I said, you'd be better off living in the country somewhere on the mountains. But the city, that's why I left New York City. People say, why you left New York City for an evening? I'm not stupid. Do I look dumb to you? New York is always under attack, man. Shit, let me get the hell out of there, man. I said, you want to be in New York? Want to be? That's your lifestyle. That's, you know, I grew, I live in New York for over a decade, man. I had my time in New York. I, but I will not live there. I will not live in LA. I will not live in Miami. A lot of those big cities, I will not be in those, those Chicago, I will not live in Chicago. None of those big cities, man. Because they are a high target. You understand what I'm For saying? Sure. They are high target. And in this idiot, what he's doing this week, maybe a month from now, maybe two weeks from now, you're going to hear something coming from Russia. They're very pissed off about that. Because they know why America's there. America want to get more oil. They're greedy for oil, man. And we have natural gas here. We have oil here in America. We have oil here in reserve. But they're so greedy, man. The Bible speaks about greed. Right? Greed is a freaking sin. They're so greedy. They can't get enough of oil, man. What they call the black gold. They can't get enough of the black gold. They're so greedy. Because those Zionist Jews are pushing them because the Zionist Jews got a, the U.S. government by the stranglehold. And those, those politicians are cowards. They're all a bunch of freaking cowards. They cannot speak out on behalf of the American people. They let Israel run this country. Israel won this country. Did you know that? Man. Israel won this country. Whatever Israel want, Israel get. Israel got America by the cojones, Okay. Even Harry Kissinger said it to the prime minister. He said, yes, there is a, the Zionist Jews control the U.S. government. And if you talk to any politician and they're being transparent, you know what they're going to tell you? The statement I just made, they're going to say, yes, John is correct. The Zionist Jews run this country. They won the U.S. government, the international bankers. So that's what's, I don't care you went to Harvard or you went to high school, you didn't go to high school, you're a dropout. Those are the knowledge you can pull up anywhere. But the SS, the SSN 200 memorandum, it was done in 1975, the year I was born. You can go look that up on YouTube. You can go look it up on Wikipedia. It was a memorandum for population control, okay? Harry Kissinger gave it to Nixon. Remember Nixon, right? Mm-hmm. Nixon with the Watergate scandal. The Watergate scandal was done by when he was recording his staff without their consent. And the FBI flipped the script on his as a Negro. That's what we do for a living. We record people for a living. So how about them apples? We start recording his ass. Put your ass on blast. 
calling black people, oh, black people, I don't like black people. They call, they recall all that stuff, all that conversation. He went on a rant talking about the Negroes and shit, the Negroes and this, the Negroes are lazy. Like, sorry, Negroes built this country. <laughs> you know that? Well, they did, but you know, I don't like them Negroes. Hypocrite, man. A whole bunch of hypocrite. That's why he died. He died with a lot of stress. He died with a lot. I read about. I read his biography. He died with a lot of stress, a lot of regrets. He was the youngest uh, vice president. You know that, right? Who was that? Nixon. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, go look it up. He was the youngest. He, he was the youngest vice president in the United States. He became. He was the first president to go to China in 1973. 1970 at that 1971 I think 71 70, 72 73 because he was when he got into the world against Stando, he was going he was was he was about to get reelected I guess um, he was the end of his his term his first term right and then that's when the world against scandal break out and then Ford who was his vice president became president you know, Gerald Ford, right? Yeah. So, and then Nixon, he was a smart guy, but he said a lot of crazy stuff, man. But like I said, he was the youngest. He was under Eisenhower. You know, Eisenhower came after JFK, before JFK. So, he served under Eisenhower. Um, administration. Nixon was a vice president under Eisenhower. You can go look it up, you know. That's why I'm putting those messages out there. People can go look it up. But uh, Henry Kissinger was the only person that was head of state and attorney general at the same time. It never been done before. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's a lot of that's a lot of power, right? Yeah. So he was a and plus, he was attorney general under the Nixon administration, Henry Kissinger. And he came out with the SSM 200 memorandum, which is uh, the lemon's term is population control, where they want to depopulate the world and they want to bring it down to 500 million. You and I know there's almost 9 billion people around the world. So 9 billion people around the world and you want to bring the world population to 500 million people? That's a lot of death. That's why I told you they're killing us through vaccination. Vaccination is experimentation on human beings, especially people of color. That's why I would advise any mother and father should not give any vaccination to their kids. Even white folks. I tell white folks too. Don't give your kid that vaccination. Those vaccinations are poisoning. They poison your body, man. It's detrimental to your health. You look at the Tuskegee experiment. They was giving black men syphilis. This is men that was going to fight for this country, man. That's how wicked this country is, man. Wicked. Oh, gosh. I was giving those men syphilis without their acknowledgement. They were not aware they were getting syphilis through those vaccinations. And there was a sister that was giving it to them. She was one of the nurses in Mississippi giving those black men syphilis and watch them die slowly, demonic, evil. Why would you give somebody diseases like that and watch them die slowly? Watch their whole body deteriorate right before your eyes. That is demonic. 
Gotta be. And the sister was involved. It was a sister. She was involved in that stuff heavy. And when you when you read the biography of a, a medical apartheid by the author, she's a very smart uh, woman. She's a medical doctor herself, but she do a lot of research on uh, black people um, medically. And she was reading a lot of reports on black, you know, back in the early 1900, 1800s, all the experimentation they were doing on black people. Till this day, they're still doing them. And that's why and you and I can testify to this. Now, why do you see there's all those plant uh, parenthood thing in your in your neighborhood? Is it a coincidence? No. Birth control. It's depopulation control. I told you plant parenthood came from the eugenics branch, right? Oh, yeah. Eugenics came from Harvard University out of Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts, right? So plant parenthood, politics, and psychology and medicine, they all came from eugenics. Vaccination is a part of eugenics. You know, when you see um, uh, Bill Gates go to Ed and give those speech about population control, he's he's lying to you. He's lying because there's no the world's not overpopulated. Okay, the world's not over. We have millions and millions of acres unpopulated land in Africa and the Americas. Okay, Brazil is twice the size of the United States. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? Yeah. Brazil is twice the size of the United States. So if Brazil is twice the size of the United States, so there's plenty of land that's unoccupied. So what the, where they get this thing about population control? They, well, where they get this thing? It's demonic. Where they get this whole notion that the world is overpopulated? That's baloney. Like the Italian be saying, baloney. That's a whole bunch of baloney. Where they get those ideas from? The world's not overpopulated. They just want to control the whole world. Those Zionist Jews, man. You know, that, that, that thing pissed me off, man. Let me get, you know. But it's just like our people are so caught up with the social media. They're not really, they're using it for twerking, doing a whole bunch of buffoonery. You know, that's what they're doing it for. Definitely. Instead of just instead of just go out there and educating the people about what's really going on with this, they don't study foreign policy. They don't study none of those things. One day I do agree with Trump. Yeah, the media is fake. It's fake news. That's that's the truth. It was all propaganda, man. All this is a propaganda. I don't care what reporter. I don't care if it's Fox, NBC, CNBC. I don't care where the news is coming from. Most of it is propaganda. It's fake news. And they don't tell you what's really happening unless you're over there. Like my friend was telling me when he was in Iraq, that's when he learned that there was no weapon of mass destruction. He said, I was shocked. He said, why are they send us over there for? For what? He spent hours and hours. Like he was spent like 10 hours a day in the desert. And he said, John, during the day, he goes 130 degrees during the day, right? Yeah. And at night, it'd be like 20 degrees at night. About 25 degrees, 20 degrees at night. Cold as month. It's cold as hell at night. And it's hot as hell during the day. He was spending 10 hours a day in his post in Iraq. And that's why when he came, he resigned from the army, man. A lot of stuff they don't tell. I tell black people, you should not even join the army. I know a lot, a lot of us want to join the army. I get it, but 
the army is not where you want to be right now. It's not where you want to be. And I had this conversation with a military guy. He got mad with me. I said, brother, no disrespect, man. I do, I do respect that you give your life for this country. I get it. But if I was in your, you, you should not be. He paused for me. He shook his head. He said, you know what? That's what you say is true. It's very true because we should not be in this, joining the military. Black people should not even join the military, period, knowing the history of this, of this government. But like I said, if you want to be in the army, be all you can be. That's your, that's your prerogative. But I would advise any young guy that's thinking about joining the military, I would say, hell no, don't do it. Because you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. And plus, they're going to use you as guinea pig to give you infection. You know, they use the military men as, as guinea pig also. You know that, right? Crazy. Yeah, you're living in a demonic world, man. Is it Ebola? You think Ebola just popped out of the, out of the sky? You know, do you know they have a pattern on AIDS, right? You know that, right? They have a, they have a cure for AIDS in 97, 95, actually. Yeah. But they, you see, AIDS is a multi-billion dollar industry. They use that money to pay their war to do a COVID operation throughout the world, to do experimentation, to cure the people, okay? They're making billions of that. That's how demonic they are. They're making bills on it, and they're killing you at the same time. So that's why I tell people, you need to do research. You need to look stuff up. Don't ever believe what you hear in the news. A lot of it, 95% of it is fake news. So I tell people, and that's why American people, when they see something happen in America, they get shocked, but they're not knowing what this government going out there, you know, sabotaging government, coup d'etat. They overtake, they, they're killing hell of states. They're taking resources that don't belong to them. They're taking land that don't belong to them. And when those people rise up and, 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 and fight back, oh, they're terrorists. Really? You are the, you don't want that one over there. They always mind their own business. You went over there and tried to conquer them. Now they fight back and call them terrorists. I don't get that. That is idiotic. It's like somebody came to your house and robbed your house, and you go rob them back for what they took from your house, and they call you the thief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. Is that like I come to you, I stole your car, right? But now you see the car parked in my driveway. You say, that's my car over there. And you come and get your car back. Then I'm calling you. The, now I flip the script on you. You say, you are the thief. But I'm the one that stole your car from your house in the first place. That's what America does. Not only America, they're all European countries, they do that. There's still people's land. There's still people's resources. And they blame it on the native people for rising up. Then they call you ISIS and Taliban, all this, those, those by what they use, those, those code operation names. Yeah. But it, it's crazy, man. America better, is going to get it, man. I, I, I tell American people, better be ready, man. Better be, there's, there's, there's going to be a major shift in this country, man. And next election, if he get, if he get reelected, I'll be really shocked. He might be impeached. But you just got to stay tuned, man. Because this idiot, he's far now. He, he's gone too far. But um, like I said, they want him, They want Obama out of there. I'm not a big fan of Obama either. But when Obama was there, they, they hate his guts. They want him out of there. Now they put this idiot in there. He don't know a damn thing. 
But that's what I got to say on this topic, man. All right, bro. All right, man. You have a good night. You too. All right.